Hello, hello, and happy Thursday. Welcome back to the Moody Foodie Method podcast, and I'm so happy that you're here listening. Today, we are talking about a lot of different things, really. I have so much on my mind, and I'm excited for the end of the year and then for the start of a new year, and with all of the changes in season, I guess, and the holiday season still. I feel like I've talked so much about the holiday season already, but we're still really enjoying it. And it's early December, and so there's so many different things that I feel like can be pushed on us for creating new healthy habits and how to become like don't let how to become a better version of yourself by the end of the year and what do you want to do to start out 2024 and a lot of great ideas really but then can seem like there's a lot of pressure on us and I'm feel like I'm going through this phase right now where I'm obviously the reason I'm wanting to do this podcast and show up on Instagram is for like my younger self and to help others that are stuck in feeling they're not enoughness because of diet culture and wanting to understand how to feel at peace with food and body and how to become an intuitive eater. But through this has been a journey for me, obviously, and it's so different now than it was two years ago. And so I'm trying to find ways where I still want to like honor that younger version of myself and show up for that person, as well as being being, um, what is the word, like transparent with what is actually going on in my life right now. So sometimes I feel like what we share on Instagram, it's just such a little snapshot. And so it can be so hard to take that with a grain of salt and not to expect someone's life to look one way with like one story. For example, um, this morning I went on a walk at the gym and I'm also teaching Pilates tonight and I went on a walk because I wanted to it just like it's a good feels good to start my day and I like that that form of movement sounded good just like a nice walk but then I was nervous posting on my Instagram story because what if somebody because I also posted that I'm teaching Pilates tonight and what if somebody is really really triggered by that because they are in their season of resting from movement and they just don't want to hear about people going to the gym and trying to take a break from exercise in any way and I could see myself being triggered by that years ago when I was like taking breaks from movement being like well I didn't go on a walk this morning and and she's teaching Pilates like that seems like so much and then maybe there's someone that's singing that's like hardly any movement and there's just such a spectrum. And so I think what I'm trying to get with, get to the point with here is that everyone, like everyone's intuitive eating path is going to be so different because I think intuitive eating really, if you really take it to heart and try and allow it to um, really focus on all those principles, it really kind of changes your perspective on health as a whole. So a lot of different habits and that's just a lot to expect for everyone to be the same, right? Like everyone's lives are going to be so different. And during this process, um, I would just want people to know that it's okay to have like bumps in the road. 
and something I wish I'd go back and tell myself like every day is to kind of zoom out and look at the bigger picture. I wish I had this on video, but I should post this on my Instagram story. Um, it's called the spiral of healing. And so in intuitive, in the intuitive eating book and like the workbook, they talk about the dietitians talk about how healing is really non-linear, which if you're looking at a graph, it means it's not just going up with time. Like there is going to be dips. There's going to be moments where you feel like you failed, but it's really just a learning experience. I've had those so many times and honestly still do because I'm, it's intuitive eating isn't a perfect, something that isn't like a perfect diet we're trying to get to. It's just always trying to um, work to be in tune with our needs. So back to the spiral of healing. Basically what it is, is like if you were to take a, um, you know, like those, I'm trying to think of what is a good example, like a telephone, like an old fashioned telephone wire and it's coiled all close together. Um, and you were like, pull that out a little bit. <laughs> I wonder if this is making sense. And this spiral you are, you might feel like you're going around and around in like a toilet bowl and circling the drain, but in reality, you're spiraling up and you're getting closer, even though it may feel like there are those dips. So I'm going to have to post a picture about this to make it seem a little bit, to help you guys understand. But basically what I want you to take away from that is just to give yourself grace and really try and come to those moments of feeling unease or unpleasantness with food and body image with kindness and curiosity. I do this still every day in my brain. I feel like I've really done a, a good job trying to change that neuroplasticity in my brain to um, instead of getting mad or angry at myself or feeling, feeling um, like disappointed in myself, I really try to come at it with kindness and curiosity. So that I haven't even got into our moody moments, but that's perfect because last night I was coming home from work. Wow. My moody moment was also <laughs> coming home from work last week, but I guess it kind of starts there. I was coming home from work and then I was feeling like just really tired and just wanted to come home and go to sleep. I'd already had dinner and stuff and I went to sleep and I woke up this morning kind of on my own at an earlier hour. I feel like with the change of winterness of the cold outside, I haven't been forcing myself to do like early morning alarms or anything like that. So I've been, I know, and also I wanted to point out, I know that is a privilege and that I um, just know that not everyone has that um, ability to sleep in a little bit. So, but I was trying to, I've been trying to just not force myself to get up earlier because I feel like I needed to, or because it felt like my routine would be ruined if I slept in. So anyways, back to this morning, I woke up at an earlier hour and I had felt like I had so much energy and I started going about my day, um, kind of getting ready, just making the bed, drinking some water, deciding what I was going to do for breakfast and like if I want to go on a walk and I was thinking I was wondering about why I had so much energy and in the past I would have immediately turned to oh my gosh like I it was probably because 
I didn't have a ton of sugar yesterday or it was probably because I ate this food and I would want to point everything to food and I do believe that nutrition plays a part in things so I don't want to completely call it out but in in order for me to feel like I'm not just focusing only on food and recognizing health as a whole I this morning I asked myself okay why do I think I have more energy this morning and I was thinking maybe it's because I had a a lot of food yesterday I felt like I wasn't like ever super hungry I was keeping myself satisfied and full and I had a good amount of snacks and so I didn't wake up in the middle of the night because I know when I'm hungry I'll if I'm hungry and I go to sleep I cannot sleep so I was like okay that's a good thing like I probably ate enough the day before and then I was thinking, well, maybe it has something to do with my menstrual cycle. Um, like I'm probably just in a time of month, maybe where I just have more energy. Maybe it's that. And this is just a little example of how I use that kindness and curiosity with how I feel because I am curious. Like I want to know what is going on in my body, which is so hard to kind of let go of the, the, desire to know every single thing that's going on like you know when you get a zit and you're like what did I eat to get that zit on my face in reality there's a million maybe not a million but there's a, so much going on all of the different functions in our body and the different outside effects with like stress and where you live the people you're around all just so many things play a part in how our body functions and I think that is taken a little bit too lightly sometimes when we want to just figure out this um solve exactly what's going on in our body and I'm not saying that we should just give up and not not be aware of what's going on but just to kind of have that perspective um for example the social determinants of health has anyone heard of this before I'm also going to post a picture of this graph because this I learned when I was getting my bachelor's degree in public health and it really totally changed my perspective around health as a whole so the social determinants of health there are it's interesting because some images or like some graphs that you'll pull up will say there's there's like five but then some people will break these factors into even smaller groups so I will do just tell you guys the five social determinants of health that make up our health, obviously. So number one is economic stability. Number two is education access and quality. Number three is healthcare access and quality. Number four is neighborhood and built environment. So that kind of means just like if your neighborhood has um, areas to go on walks and like, can you, do you feel safe enough to even go outside? And then number five is social and community context. So I think that's more of like, do you do you, are you not alone? Like, are you, do you have connections and stuff? So, so, so important to understand these social determinants of health, because if you notice, there is not one on there that says, um, nutrition, <laughs> like one of our social determ determinants of health is not nutrition. I think it was there, if it would be in there, it would be probably within healthcare, but it's, so eye-opening to understand that as one person if you're looking at an individual and their health and you might think oh they just need to 
do X, Y, Z, and then they'll be healthy. But there's only so much in our control that can determine how healthy our lives are. There's a lot of different genetic makeup that turn that can create health outcomes that we just really do not have total control over. And I say this so as almost like a comforting thing. So we don't have to feel like everything is on us and that we have to be change everything to, to feel like we are doing okay at a health, um, in a health perspective. So, um, I wanted to talk about the, with social, kind of going, staying on our social determinants of health point, but because I've seen a recently, I saw a what what I eat in a day video, and I posted this also on my Instagram story, so you might have seen this, it was, I didn't post the video, I took, I posted a, a dietitian, and she had created kind of like an infogram type thing, and posted about why what I eat in a day is are usually not super helpful is because they are just snapshots of what this person is eating in um, certain moments of their day. And some I'm sure are more realistic than others. But when, especially when they start their day, when they start the video showing you like a physique pose or something like that, it really makes you think, okay, well, if I eat like this person, then I'm going to look like them. And I know, like, it seems kind of silly almost to think that at this point, because we know that everyone is so different and unique for so many reasons, and it's beautiful that way. But why then do these creators, like, want to show show that off? And maybe it's just, like, a clickbait type thing. It's easier to get um, views and stuff. But, again, understanding that even if we eat the same way as another person, those, all those other factors of where you live and what your air quality could be like. And if you even have access to a grocery store nearby, if you have access to a car, so many of those things are relevant in deciding how you can um, show up and what you can do best. And so everyone's, everyone's health is going to be different for all those various reasons. Um, the next thing I wanted to kind of talk about is I am just like a little life update. I didn't think I was going to really talk about, or I'm not sure if I was going to share this, but why not? I know that the, that the, I think there's like 30 of you guys that are listening that are interested and I would love to share it with you guys first, but me and my husband are going to Berlin in January. We are moving there for his internship. And so I will, this will be like my last solo pod for about a month as we kind of like prepare for all that, all that jazz. Yeah, it's crazy. We're going to move there and I'm still kind of taking it in. But as I've been thinking about and like preparing this move, move, something that I've been really feeling content with is the ability to have be in and out of routines and not let that affect my mental health. Um, for instance, when you might be on like a vacation or something and it feels like you are, you can't be content if you didn't go on a, your workout, some stuff like that used to really, really give me anxiety. 
on a trip. And as I'm thinking about this move and like the travel and being being new in a new community, all this stuff with a new language, I'm already kind of mentally preparing myself to be okay with, you know, change in routines and allowing myself to give myself grace through all the um, ups and downs in that process and when finding a routine that feels good. I also posted on my stories a little bit ago about how I, this season of like holiday stuff and family and visiting and all these things, um, how that has kind of plays a part into changing like the morning routine. And if you feel like you're not getting your perfect six step morning routine in same, and it's honestly given me a lot of, um, grace. I've, I've tried to give myself a lot of grace and it's given me a lot of peace and knowing that I can still have a good day. If I just, you know, like wash my face, make my bed. If that's it, I kind of have that positive mentality do listen to a good song or something like that. And if I'm not journaling every day, then that's okay. And being, being able to let that cross over into our eating habits and our movement habits, because kind of, like I said, this intuitive eating slash intuitive living thing is really a whole lifestyle, honestly. So um, I'm excited to share more about the move with you guys as it gets closer. And I'm also really excited that we are going to start having podcast guests. So starting in the new year, I'm going to be able to um, interview a couple people. I have a couple people already on the schedule hoping for a few more. And I think that'll be like our, the second season we'll call it. Sure. And I'm excited. So if you've been getting a little bored, just listening to me, just you wait, we're going to have some amazing guests on there. If you have any people that you are interested in me interviewing, or again, any topics, I would love to hear your thoughts, your inputs. And um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. And again, like always, you guys, I hope you know that you are enough. You are always enough wherever you are at on your journey. And I am always open in the DMs. I hope you have a great rest of your week, almost Friday. And I think next time we'll be talking will be the new year. So have an amazing Christmas and I love you all. 